You're listening to CITR FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show. You just heard right there, the Master Apprentices with Undecided from a 7-inch recently re-released on Ugly Pop Records. The Master's Apprentices from Australia. And today on the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with, from Perth, Australia, Tame Impala. Tame Impala. Today on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. And to prepare you for Tame Impala, going to play a bunch more Australian music. In fact, going to begin by something by the insect, I Can See My Love, which was also recently reissued by Ugly Pop Records. Thank you so much, Ugly Pop Records from Canada. So we're going to hear the insect with I Can See My Love. Then we're going to hear Pond with Hey Joe. Pond featuring members of Tame Impala. Then we're going to hear the Fremantle's Dockers theme song. The Fremantle Dockers theme song. And then we're going to hear a bunch of other stuff. And then an interview with... Tame Impala on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. Right now, here is, as I mentioned, from Australia, the insect with I Can See My Love on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. Oh. Me. 
And you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there the Fremantle Dockers theme song as covered by Pond. Pond containing members of Tame Impala. And before that, the original Fremantle Dockers theme song. And before that, on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show, we heard Pond, yes, more Pond, with Hey Joe. And to begin with, we heard the insect from Australia with I Can See My Love. Coming up, an interview with Tame Impala, who are from Perth, Australia. So, thought I'd play somebody that has connections to my hometown, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and Perth, Rolf Harris. We're going to hear Rolf Harris doing Vancouver Town 71. And a little bit more of Rolf Harris. We're going to hear an excerpt from Jake the Pig by Rolf Harris. Then something also from Perth, Australia, The Stems. And then something as well from Perth, Australia, The Triffids. So, coming up on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, as I mentioned, Rolf Harris, Vancouver Town, Rolf Harris, Jake the Pig excerpt, The Stems from Perth, Australia, home of Team and Pala, with Just Ain't Enough. And then, as well, coming up by the Triffids, we're going to hear Tender is the Night, and in an interview with Team and Pala on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. So here's Rolf Harris with Vancouver Town. Before we go any further, what about a burst of applause for the guys who do such a fabulous job for me? Fraser McPherson and the gentleman in the Fraser, Stu, Jimmy, Cuddles and Frank. Hit Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February 61 And from the 10th of February through till May It rained and poured all night and day Still the more they try to keep me down Better I live in this here town The more they try to grind you down more the better I like Vancouver town <laughs> you, uh, you read about the, the blackout in New York Did you, um, you know, this business where there were about 800,000 square miles of... It's not a hoot nanny, you know That roof's leaking, isn't it? Eight hundred. Sorry, I'm singing as quietly as I can. Sorry. Eight hundred thousand square miles of country were blacked out on the east coast, and we were caught in it, my wife and I, up on the thirteenth floor of the CBS building when it all went black. And uh, it was terrifying going down all these flights of stairs. I'm carrying the little baby, you know. My wife's lugging the bags. It was frightening business. And I get down the bottom, it's all black, pitch black, you can't see a street sign, nothing. Couldn't find the roads except for a few cars driving along, traffic lights. And... But it was a rather a nice feeling of pride when I discovered that the whole thing had been caused by a short circuit in Canada. Nice feeling. <laughs> Toronto darkened the whole east coast so it gives Vancouver a chance to boast. With the BC Hydro's Columbia plan, we could black out the rest of the US, man. Hey, the more they try to keep me down. Better 
the thing that really staggers me is all these initials in BC. There's the VIF with the QET, you got NHL at the PNE. You buy OFC at the LCB, watch CTV or CBC. And it's SFU for the VIP, while me and you go to UBC. Now the CLC loves the NDP and it's rock and roll on the PGE. Oh, that guy that keeps me down. Better you live in this here town in the morning. Try to grind me down for the better life and do the town. I wrote this verse last time I was here and I was a bit shattered to find out that the main people involved in the verse took my advice. Still. BC Lions, never fear if you haven't got a slogan to use this year. What about Liston? Stay alive, take a dive in 65. Well, the more they try to give me down, better you live in this here town. The more they try to grind you down, the better I like back to the town. It's still the same. That Lionsgate Bridge, what a terrible sight. Traffic jam pile-ups morning and night. A new bridge soon makes pretty good sense. Sorry for the inconvenience. See the more they try to keep me down. Better I live in this here town. If you want the guy to fill the bill, you better go locate Fly and Phil. <laughs> what about that beer strike in the summer? What a ridiculous business. Summertime when you need a drink, the beer production is on the blink. Now suddenly they've got beer to burn and it's roadblocks every blasted turn. Well, the more they try to keep me down, better I live in this here town. Yeah, the more they try to grind me down, well, the better I life and do the town. I went down Hastings looking for sex and the girl said, sorry, I don't take checks. I said, okay, I put away my book. Well, I only really came round to have a look. <laughs> well, they try to keep me down. Better you live in this here town. And the more they try to grind me down, well, the better I like Vancouver town. <laughs> when the Vancouver Times went down the drain, well, I swore I'd never be caught again. So a week before they started to climb, I sold all my shares in the pyramid mine. <laughs> Better I live in this here town. The more they try to grind me down, well, the better I like Vancouver town. Yeah, the more they try to keep me down, better I love Vancouver town. Oh, Did you hear about this fellow's in the bar, drinking away, and a rather scruffy-looking individual comes up to him and says, uh, have you got any nude photographs of your wife? <laughs> fellow said, certainly not. Do you want to buy some? Zero, <laughs> oh dear. It's actually, it's an incredible story, this Vancouver, because uh, I came here, as a lot of you know, about 10 years ago, just by accident, really. I didn't plan to come here. And uh, I fell into so much good luck here. It was incredible. I, I virtually learnt my trade on the cabaret floor at the little place called the Arctic Club, which is now a parking lot down there. How many Arctic Club people here tonight? Give us a rough idea. It's a sad old day. It burnt down one uh, just before Christmas, 1962, was it? Christmas? 60, end of 61, wasn't it? Yeah, just before Christmas, 61. 
60. I remember, you know, because when I first came over here, I was sort of a very nervous cat on the stage. I didn't really know what to do. I had a lot of songs and didn't quite know how to put them over. And I really learnt to stand up for myself over there. And I remember people used to come up and give me squelches, you know, where people sort of start shouting things out from the audience and you're supposed to cut them down to size and say clever things like, put him over by the wall, that's plastered too, you know, clever things like that. <laughs> and uh, I thought this was the right thing to do for a while and I was really practising these and talking to people in this fashion and whenever anybody said anything, I'd chop them down. And one night, I remember I was singing Six White Boomers. Somebody had just... Just before I started this, somebody had said to me... Hey. Well, hang on a minute. Shall we do that in a minute? Yeah, well... Let me tell you, let me tell you this first. This, this actually happened. A fella had just told me a beautiful squelch and I thought, next time anything happens, I'll use that. In Australia, Christmas comes and the voice from the audience said, But once a year... <laughs> And uh, he caught me so off balance, I said, uh, yes. And the um, and he came back with some other clever comment. And pretty soon, I didn't know what I was doing. He had me all over the place, you know. Everything I said, he turned into something for his benefit. And he, I was lost, you know. So I thought, I'll try this squelch out on him. And so I said, look, give us a break, sir. Did I, did I worry you earlier on in the gent's toilet when you're making the date with the fella? Did I pester you then? <laughs> And the crowd is exactly that reaction. They all clap like this, you know. <laughs> and I'm smiling smugly to myself. And the silence comes. I'm just about to start again. And the guy's voice booms out of the silence. And he says, well, is the date still on or is it off now? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so I said, you win. That's it. Nothing will be the same no more Just what are you? 
who are you? Tame Impala. And who's in Tame Impala? Could you please introduce them? All right. I'm Kevin. This is Jay. My name's Jay. <laughs> this is Cam. Hello. Dom. Hello. Bonjour à tous. <laughs> Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thanks. Have you guys had any contact at all with Mr. Andre 3000? Never, not a peep. I think I can hook you up. Oh, yeah? Whoa. Yes. I have somebody I'd like you to meet right here. I have a gift for you, Tame Impala, right here, an Andre 3000. Hey. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, do you think he would approve of you holding him? You've had no feedback at all from Andre 3000? Uh, I'm sure he wouldn't mind. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't mind if I'm quite big and I, I could I hold him. He, I think he looks like Andre 3000 crossed with Cam, that doll. We don't need Andre now. We've got this thing. This is this suffices completely. <laughs> to welcome you to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, we thought we'd give you a little Andre three thousand. And I was thinking, Perth. How isolated is Perth? Is it true that the closest city is like Singapore, the closest big city? Uh, well, now that you say the closest big city, um, yeah, it's like uh, it would be Adelaide, but that's not really a big city, and it's like a fourteen-hour drive. No one ever drives there, basically. I was also thinking, Rottnest, Rottnest Island. What's Rottnest and Quakas? Could please explain that. It's the home of the Quakas, yeah, the little like a, marsupial, like a, like a like a rat crossed with a rabbit. It's called it's called Rottnest because the Dutch came there before the English and thought they looked like rats, so it's Rottnest. Rat, but the Dutch were like, you know, stuff living here. But the, the English decided it was good enough for them, so they colonized Australia or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if they're cute right. though. Quaggers are super cute. What are the gigs like on the Rot's Nest? Uh, we play there a couple of times. Um, there's lots of quaggers there. <laughs> they're cool. I think the Hoodoo Gurus played there once. I thought I played support for them uh, when I, I played like solo support. It was great. I it would it turned like this gig just turned into like forty year old guys and fifty year old guys just turned into like teenagers. It was amazing. <laughs> If you're touring in Australia, you might go to Rot's Nest. But what about Kalgoorlie? <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Kalgoorlie. You did. Yeah. Could you please explain to the people? Sort of explaining, isn't there, with Team and Power? What is Kalgoorlie? Well, if you got a town and um, took out all the buildings, oh no, there were still buildings, but you just covered it in red paint. That's what red dust. It's a, it's a mining town, and there's just red. Uh, everything is red, you know, because it's like it, blows and yeah um are there any gigs there at all that's where uh, tim rogers from umi is from you'd know them you know yeah have you guys played any gigs there have any of you ever played kalgoorlie no 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 i've never played kalgoorlie ever no. what have you told julian about kalgoorlie i don't know we did we c'est la première fois que j'en entends parler j'avais j'ai jamais entendu parler de cette ville donc je j'y suis jamais allé je sais pas ce qui s'y passe Translation, he's mad that you haven't told him anything about Calgary. Julian and I have never actually had a conversation because he doesn't speak English and I don't speak French. So we just have never had a proper... Qu'est-ce qu'il a dit? What did he say? He said that... He doesn't speak French. Ah, oui, oui. C'est un idiot, Back to Perth. I wanted to ask you guys about some Perth bands. What can you tell the people about the Triffids? I met these guys the other day at our show. My, um... My girlfriend's dad, his friends went, brought them to the show, and I met them and had a drink with them, and they were really nice. And I and I said this album that I'd I'd been meaning to listen to for a long time, and I never have. I don't think any of us have heard it actually. No. And that's Mandura Bay. What is that place right there? Mandura. What does it look like now? 
Oh man, it, look, it looks kind of heinous now. I think that's like the doors were cut, so it's a bit more redeveloped. I think there's a big groin there now. Yeah, there's like a bit, yeah, big groin. Imagine a massive <laughs> groin just there. There's probably like a big Target or like Walmart or something oh, man, there now. It would just be yeah. totally. Actually, there was a house they had, and they had to um, stop them from. Well, they were trying to stop them from knock it down, knocking it down. I think they recorded it there. This album, or maybe one of the other ones. They're like a legendary Perth band, but I've never listened to much of their music ever. But I'm going to now, though. I've been planning on it for a while. And there's another record from Perth I want to ask you guys about. The Stems! Dom Mariano. You're featuring your own Dom! Yeah, uh, I think it might be a different Dom. A slightly older, more refined Dom. An amazing Dom in The Stems. What do you guys think of The Stems? Like, great garage rock, right? Yeah, they're cool. We, I think they were one of the first bands we played with. And we, um, they got us, like, a support... Tame Impala or something like that and uh, I just remember thinking it was crazy we were playing with rock legends of Perth you know there, there was this whole thing about them and we didn't really know anything and another Perth band is it okay to talk about Perth with Tame Impala yeah well it's one of the subjects uh, we're <laughs> well knowledgeable in so because on. another Perthian band The Scientist what can you tell the people about The Scientist um, I think uh, the ex-Tame Impala drummer's uncle was in The Scientist <laughs> Really? Everyone's related. Everyone's related. These guys are super badass legends. Progenitors of grunge, right? It's it's weird. Bands like this aren't aren't are probably there's probably just as many people in Vancouver who know about them than, as there are in Perth, you know? Like Yeah, I hadn't actually heard of like yeah. the Triffords until someone in America asked me about them. Asked me about all these Perth bands. We're not very good at uh, uh, we're not always the best at championing a more underground bands, you know, but uh, as as much as like other places are. I mean, yeah, Melbourne does. I don't know, Perth does too. Now, I don't know. I'm going to get in trouble for saying stuff like that. <laughs> Tell us about the importance of the Fremantle Scooter and Boogie Board Gang. Oh yes, it's uh, still in early uh, development. We've only got one scooter, <laughs> but it's. And, uh, and, and and we only had one boogie board. I'm not sure where it's gone now, but it's uh, it's going to be huge. And that's how you met the band Cam, right? <laughs> well, well, yeah, it was, yeah. Well, it was mostly boogie boarding, mostly boogie boarding, and then scootering. I was the first to have a scooter. I gave Kevin a lift on a scooter one day, and he's like, "I'm getting one," but then mine got stolen and broken. Also- and then he borrowed mine and crashed it. There's, <laughs> there's a popular feeling in Australia that scooters are kind of wussy and uh, uh, you know unmasculine, but. We're, we're making them cool. What about the Monster Burger? Didn't you eat a Monster Burger? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was in um, in Brighton at South by Southwest last year. It was a pound of beef and a pound of chicken and then rasher bacon and half a pound of chips. And I had to eat it all in less than 15 minutes and they got it for free. And I did. I was the first person to have ever done it. And they put my picture on the wall. And the next day I thought someone was coming up to me and go like, Hi, are you Cam from Pond? And this guy come up and goes like... Are you the burger guy? And I was like, I became his local hero for like two days. As he was finishing it, there was all these like old English people in this random pub in, I can't remember what town it was, all standing around the booth, like cheering him on, you know, everyone was going like this. Did you think that he was going to make it? Like, was there any point you didn't think he was going to make it? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, several times. I mean, it was actually like a football of a burger, you know. It, it was came out uh, Australian I, rules. Australian rules football. It came out because I was saying that like, you can eat it. You should. You're really hungry. I bet you can eat it. And then he said, uh, and then he was like, if you're so confident, why don't you eat it? And, and then I did, and felt a bit sick for the rest of the day. But 
It was cool. Like cheer when you yeah, finished it. Like, That's yeah. really funny. Yeah, the whole bar like cheered and clapped, and they were like, the guy was like, "There's no way, no way you're going to do it. No one's ever done it." And but it was a triumphant moment in my life. What's the Fremantle's Docker theme song? Um, well, the Fremantle Dockers are a footy team. The greatest football club in the world. Not really. Not, not yet. <laughs> so, Julian, you speak Fremantle then? Yeah. Uh, you want to hear the theme? Yeah. Uh, I can sing the theme. Go on. Frio, way to go. Something, 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 something. Frio, where did uh, something, 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 something. He's only just, you know, he's a transplant from France. He's, he hasn't <laughs> properly learned it yet, you know. We're going to teach him properly. We got, we got jerseys the other day, though. Australian rules There was Siren Gate What was Siren Gate? I know that uh, There was a controversial ending of a game A couple of years ago Where a goal oh, was or was not scored I know oh, the siren sounded Because the game was in Tasmania And the stadium was a bit um, crap They didn't hear the siren And someone scored a, yeah, a point did. after the siren But the umpire hadn't blown his whistle So there was arguably like Was it when that whistle anyway it was like a big there was a big kerfuffle about like the loudness of the siren and who actually keeps time the umpire or the timekeeper the guy with the siren sorry the, Dom. the important thing was that the Dockers won the game in the end yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for gigs in Perth what about DeVille's or the DeVille's club yeah I don't think I've ever been there DeVille's oh, pad or well, DeVille's pads like they have a lot of like garage like and beat kind of stuff there um uh my friend Ash used to play there all the time. I played there once in a band called Crooks, and they got like go-go dancers and a big volcano in the middle of the dance floor and stuff, and everyone dances all like, yeah, it's fun. How about the Settlers Tavern in Margaret River? Yeah, that's down south. That's where um, if you're going to get bottles thrown out while you're playing, actually, you know what? You know, it's settle Settlers. They're the, they're the place where like you'd be playing. And you'll hear, like, everyone will suddenly cheer and go crazy. You'll be like, oh, they love us. And then you realise that they're actually watching the footy that's, like, on the TV next to you, you know. Dockers have kicked a goal or something. <laughs> Just as you're busting out, you're like, best riff ever, you know. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Here we are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. There's a famous person from Perth that recorded albums in Vancouver. Do you have any idea who that might be? Uh, Bon Scott. Not quite. I don't know. I'm not too sure. Well, I have a gift for you. I have a gift for you right here. It is Mr. Rolf Harris. Hey. Is hey. And what record do we have there? Jake the Pagan. Vancouver Town. And another record, another gift for you. What do we have, Rolf Harris? At the cave. Cave. Sorry, I'm dyslexic today. Yeah, at the cave in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Game. At the Cave Club, and he has the great song Vancouver Town on there. And Vancouver Town, what do you guys know about Rolf Harris? Did you know he's like so legendary in Vancouver? Do you think maybe you'd learn Vancouver Town? Yeah, he's famous for playing Stairway to Heaven on a wobble board. That sounds pretty amazing, actually. I didn't know he was from Perth. I knew he was Australian, but yeah, he's, he's, he's most famous to us for playing. Yeah, wobble. He was a good swimmer as well. I remember my dad, my dad like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my dad said when, because he worked on boats, he said, like, yep, that's where Rolf Harris used to swim from here all the way down to the end of the river there. So there we have some Rolf Harris Vancouver Canadian content, but there's more for you guys as well, believe it or not. Patrick, oh, what do we have here? Uh, that's just a mate. That's just a, you don't see, like, back of album covers like that anymore, do you? That's amazing, isn't it? What, what even is that? It's Stanley Park in Stanley Vancouver. Park, He's got three last checks. Because it's Jake the... 
Ah, oh, Jake the Peg. In? I see, in Vancouver Town. <laughs> what a genius. And you're going to cover, of course, right there. Oh, we're going to cover Vancouver Town tonight, of course, yes. Well, it's Vancouver Town 71 there, wow. but you're going to put Vancouver Town. If I learn the chords, you can come up and sing it. We'll do the, like, synth remix. I'll play the wobble board. Uh, more Canadian connections, though. Patrick North. Patrick North from Modulars from Vancouver. Oh, yeah. The guy who set up this interview. Yeah, 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 I forgot that. Yeah, he was um he was sad that he couldn't make the show today. Shout out to Patrick. Shout out to Yeah, bro. Now Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, do we have a lot of Aussies here that come out to see ya? Uh we don't know yet. Uh, well, you've played here before, like I'm thinking of all the towns you guys have played, do you think the most Aussies come out in Vancouver other than Australia? No uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, you have Australians come out everywhere to see you, don't you? True, they do. And when they do, they, they let it be known that they're Australian, you know, very quickly yeah, by heckling us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> about how We've got this slight like, ridiculous chant that we do when we're in other parts of the world. What is the chant? It's or when we're winning sport or whatever. Yeah. We as in Team Impala or we as in Australians? We as in Australians, yeah. They just go... Ozzy, 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 oi, 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 Ozzy, 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 oi, 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 Ozzy, oi. Midway through, like a really pretty part of one of the songs, <laughs> some guy, Ozzy, 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 we're Australian, oh, Kevin, I'm Australian. Yeah, Trying to you're just absolutely stoked to see them, like backstage. They're like, man, I'm Australian. You're like, oh, yes. What about when Australians come backstage in Australia? Like fellow Australians like Craig from the Vines. No, not him. I thought you meant Australians. Yeah, that was amazing. What happened there? Craig from the Vines showed up at one of your gigs and ended up doing, come on, get. Yeah, free. Sorry. Sorry, it wasn't. Um, Yeah, we we were totally starstruck, you know, because we're all super massive fans. And then um, then the gig, um, someone thought it would be a great idea. If uh, Craig came out with us and played Get Free, I think and it, it was like Craig's idea, actually. Oh yeah, the encore. It was like yeah. it was like half an hour after we finished playing. <laughs> it's the only encore we did around those days. We never used to do encores, and half the people had left, and the house lights were on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure our sound guy was like packing up his stuff. We came on just like doo doo. It was pretty amazing because we all idolized the the vines, you know, when we were kids. Everyone the first knows. that that first record especially. And everyone Dom did the solo, like, from when he learnt it as a, you know, as a whippersnapper. It was pretty... Uh, was, the tempo was a bit off. <laughs> what he said afterwards? But, uh, no, 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 that's right. No, I don't know what he said. I, I was just stoked to see him, you know, screaming away. Did Craig from the Vines also do that with the Smashing Pumpkins? Like, I heard he did it with the Smashing Pumpkins as well. Oh, really? I feel like... The same tune. Oh what at their show he just really, he just goes around. I'm gonna ro- I'm gonna rock up to people all the all the young band shows in f- five ten years and make them play half a glass of wine <laughs> with me. Yeah. In Australia, what's Bubble O Bill ice cream like? It's delicious. It, Could you describe it? Uh, it's a portrait of a I don't think he's a cowboy I guess, yeah. um, and he's got a bubblegum ball for his nose. So after you finish your ice cream, you can chew on some bubblegum. Speaking of food and stuff, fake sponsorship. You're into that, aren't you, Jay? Fake sponsorship. Like putting fake sponsorship, like Jarlsberg cheese, and you have an idea for framed oh, sponsorship? Yeah. Well, no, that's, uh, that was, see, that was the, with Pond, but the idea was that um, if we had a picture of cheese on stage with us, then we were allowed to be as cheesy as we liked, and, and we could get away with it, you know. Genius. You know. <laughs> Genius statement. Yeah. 
I was thinking Pond. You guys covered a Garage Nugget. Hey, Joe. Oh, for the compilation. Yeah, yeah. Well, we there was other songs we wanted to do more, but by the time they got to us, there was about three songs left on the list, so we had to choose that one. That particular song is some ranting in the middle. Have you heard that, Kevin? Um, what, the Pond cover one? There's some ranting. Do you know who that is? That's um, the guy who we mastered. Like, that was just instrumental, and it was kind of boor- just like, not boring, but just a break. And the guy who we mastered, who mastered all the Pond stuff with in Fremantle in Perth, he had this, uh, like a phone, like an answering machine thing left on his phone from some crazed woman who used to call him up, kind of like a insane woman, and just leave these. And the rant is something crazy, like, "Help! I got shot in the head seven times last week," <laughs> which we just thought was like it was really. It's also kind of sad, but it's really funny because she got shot in the head seven times last week, but she's still, you know, making phone calls and stuff. And you were saying for Pond, you could have possibly done some other covers. What about a Naz cover? Because you love Todd no, Rundgren. That would have been the number one one, yeah. But um, this other this other band of scumbags that we know, but they they covered it. So. Open my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bastards. Because you love the Rundgren, don't you? We do. We love a bit of Rundgren. And I was thinking, you didn't get a chance to cover the Naz with your brothers in Pond. You didn't get a chance to cover or Team and Pala. So I thought I would bring you right here some Rundgren that you can cover with on your walls right here. It's a tour poster? Yes, this is a Todd Rundgren glow-in-the-dark tour poster. Because you've had had some communication with Todd, haven't you? Uh, well, not directly. He remixed our song, but there was that was one of those label label things. Oh yeah, Cam met him actually. Like, like a couple of years ago, there was a one movement festival in Perth, and and you know, he's not. No one really knew who he was. I was like, oh my god, Todd Rundgren's playing. Everyone's like, who? So I went down, and there was about you know twenty guys, old guys in the front row, and then me dancing around. And the first song he opened with "Open My Eyes." No way, he's still doing that, eh? Yeah, it was awesome. He was doing like leg kicks and stuff, and he was he was awesome. But he wouldn't play International Feel. I kept yelling it out, but he wouldn't do it. Where do you guys get records? Like, there's like Fat Shan records or Dada records. Where do you guys get records? Dada's, yeah, it's a good one. Um, 78s, 78 records. Noise pollution. Noise pollution. Represent. Mills. Mills. Mills records and How about Melbourne? Have you been to Melbourne Off the Hip Records? There's a cool record store there. No, we, I usually go to the one uh, called Licorice Pie. Our buddy... Um, Shags is, works there and we always yeah he's got like the widest selection of everything it's probably like the best record store I've ever been to at Licorice Pie but that's a good one in and I think it's near Chapel Street somewhere so when it's ti- Chapel Street <laughs> <laughs> so when it's time now for Tame Impala to do some more Garage Rock Nuggets covers I have some gifts for you some suggestions possibly some Australian suggestions for you right here we have the Insect and also your good buddies, the Master Apprentices. Oh man, you're stretching my knowledge here of bands. These are Australian legends released on the Ugly Pop record label, believe it or not, from Canada. So those are potential covers for you guys to do. That's cool. Brilliant. If we head back to Australia, Bon Scott, we mentioned him earlier. Have you been to his grave at all? I'm into his grave. We've been to, we've all, we walk past his, uh, his memorial statue all the time. It's about this high. No one knew he was that short until I saw his, his life-size statue. Yeah, standing on an amp, going like... I'm proud, I'm proud. Bon, bon Scott's amazing. I'm proud that, like, I was born about a kilometre from where his grave is. He's like, so. he's like the bogan James Brown. 
Bob Scott. You know this term, bogan? It's a good Australian. Oh, I thought you know everything. Bogan, I can't. <laughs> Tell me. It's hard to explain, isn't it? You explain it. Oh, Julian's good at explaining a bogan. Oh. <laughs> well, my explanation is you're a bogan when you go to the foodie game and you eat a meat pie and you're having Carlton Droth beer. That's being a bogan. And get into a fight late at night. Which essentially makes everyone in Australia a bogan, if that's the like, <laughs> yeah, category. We are, we are arguable bogans. Have there been any gigs at all at Bon Scott's Grieve? Like, have people done any gigs? Oh, they did like a... When they erected the statue, they did like a memorial gig. But we didn't play it. We weren't rock and roll enough, I guess. What about Cotteslo Beach? <laughs> oh, Cotteslo. <laughs> I, like, I want you to say Carl Gooley again later, too. That was <laughs> Sorry about that. That was amazing. I lived there for a bit. You used to go there a lot. It's yeah. yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I I grew up on that beach. And Monkey Mia, Monkey Mia. Where are the dolphins? Yeah, that's like up north, uh, like half. Oh, I think it's like ten hours up north. And you go there, and the dolphins come in, and you you can pat them. You know, it's beautiful. Like the whole coastline's like sand and nice and clear water. You guys also did a gig with Demo Suzuki of Khan. Do you remember that at all? Um, vaguely, yeah. Um, it was amazing. Went on. For ages, it was just. Uh, Can you describe what happened during the gig? Any recollection? Um, it went for like an hour and a half, and I don't know. I do remember that when we, um, he doesn't like you rehearsing anything, you know. And then, but we had a, we had a. Uh, he doesn't even like you practicing for the gig. But we didn't practice. We just had some jams because we ha- we don't like improvise anymore, you know, to practice improvising. And we were doing it in sound check, and Kevin, Kevin or Jamie or someone was like, "We should do that thing we were doing before." And he turns around, and he goes, "No, no thing you were doing before, <laughs> improvise." And so that's why I remember that. But he was brilliant. Yeah, it was. It was more like punk than I thought. His his voice, you know, was awesome. It was really. And he called you guys musically quiet. Did he? Did he? Yes, because I asked him about it. And right here, if you listen, that. right yes. here, we have Demo Suzuki talking about jamming with. Pond. Do you remember performing with the band Pond in Australia at all, in Perth? Yes, last year. What do yeah. you remember about that particular concert? Oh, it, it was a really nice concert, and uh, they, they are quite, uh, in a way, musically quite quiet, and uh, they they just came back from a world tour, and so after one or two days, they performed, and it was quite a good audience, too. And uh, they are uh, pretty young people, so 22 or something. So, But they are getting quite uh, big in uh, Australia, I, as I has, uh, I heard from my Australian friend. So there we go. I'm, I'm amazed that he actually remembered. Well, I mean, first of all, I didn't think we were that quiet. There was like seven of us. I love that musically quiet. Musically quiet. Well, that's maybe we were just trying to, be, we're probably trying to be considerate to, the, to having him hear himself, I guess. Uh, he probably plays a lot of the bands that rock up with like, fridge cabinet amps and stuff I don't know and his spies in Australia told him that you were getting quite popular did you hear that at the end uh, there yeah, yeah, he's yeah. informer with a with, with yeah but still an amazing performer eh? I think he loved you guys too remembering that so you didn't even think he remembered you eh yeah I wouldn't have expected him to I think I saw him two weeks before that in Paris and he was just going has he even stopped he's, he's still doing it right he's just got on the never ending world tour and he plays a different band every city that, that just blows my mind that he actually remembered what the gig was like, even though he said it was quiet, and I don't think it was quiet. Musically quiet. <laughs> musically, what is musically quiet? I didn't play, but does that mean musically quiet, like if you're musically loud, 
You know, like, is in like a loud shirt or like a bland shirt. It sounds like, yeah, we were being unmusical and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were, I think we were pretty restrained. Like, I remember sort of stopping myself from going over the top, you know. It's quite easy just to sort of go like, yeah, we didn't want to ruin his thing, you know. Winding up here with Team Impala, Team Impala from Perth. Yes. <laughs> what are some other Perth bands like? There's Red Jezebel. Have you heard of Red Jezebel? Yeah, I um, I saw them when I was like ten years old playing at my local footy field. It was the first gig I ever went to. What about Rocket to Memphis or the Painkillers? Those old school bands. Uh, now you cool. Painkillers are badass, and I don't know. Yeah, there's those bands, and then like that era of like Painkiller scientists, Gutterville Splendor Six. There's a whole bunch of new awesome garage bands in Perth at the moment. Who is Jessica Malby? Was she on Australian Idol? Oh, she introduced you guys? The, you're talking about the day butt thing. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Please explain. Oh, I don't want to explain that. It's I really felt, mean. I, but I well, say I stuff like that all the time. Yeah, I know. Well, she was uh, reading out some nominations at the Australian ARIA Awards, which are like the Aussie Oscars. What are the music ones? Grammys. <laughs> um, and she said... Uh, Tame Impala are being awarded for their debut album in a speaker. And As opposed to debut, you know, of course. And she copped so much shit for it. Like, everyone was just going, debut, no! And the worst part was people would tell us, like, try and get us to, like, you know, laugh at her about it. You know, like, how funny was it when she, like, stuffed that up? And we just felt so sorry for her. I say dumb shit like that every day, you know, I felt sorry for her. Yeah, and there's like a million people watching. There's cameras and stuff. Just got to read this thing. I would, I would buckle under the pressure, man. I would. Well, it's like the Grammys fall. If they not waited to nominate you, it wouldn't be your debut. <laughs> so blame it on the Grammys. It's not, you know, or you blame it on yourself, I guess, for not getting nominated until your second record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I blame our uh, inferior songwriting skills. What about the band Baby Grandmothers? Oh, yeah. Uh, Swedish experimental jam out, super jam out band um the uh the guitarist from dungyen uh ryan fisk put it together you know they're like a 60s band he sort of like redid the um the album and stuff but, uh yeah it's pretty awesome they're one of the bands that you love baby grandmothers but there's another influence so i think a person you're influenced by right here please tell me the oh importance <laughs> we were just watching terminator 2 the other day in the bus Arnold Schwarzenegger. How is he an influence? He's big, isn't he, with Team Impala? He is big. I can see that. Well, actually, turn it over. You can see really how big he is. Wow. I'm I'm not sure what... Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> I'm uh, not sure what you're getting at. You just love the Schwarzenegger. I've heard you shout him out quite a few times. Oh, yeah? I guess so. I guess I probably did. He was in the video clip. So this is a record. I mean, he's fairly, un- he's fairly unhateable, right? I mean, there probably are people who hate Arnie, but they would be idiots. <laughs> yeah, again, I love this album cover, especially the yeah, <coughs> yeah. the lost the lost art of the charismatic album cover, man. Imagine putting on a record and then doing some exercise to it, like you know, on the needle and then going like, "That's what it is, right?" Uh, yeah, and all the, and he's also talking over it too. Look at all the great tunes he's talking over. Is that is it? Don't fear the reaper or Godzilla? He's talking about. I hope it's Godzilla. That would su- that Godzilla. would working out. You know. Now, Julian, you were in a band that has a song called Lady Pornography. A oh, lady pornograph. Yeah, what's that about? The lady pornographer. Oh, whoa! That was Le Cube, your band Le Cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was years ago. I can't even remember what I was singing about. 
probably some random chick I met in a party or something <laughs> <laughs> who likes se having sex and pills. But uh, man, this is. <laughs> what, what does Kevin sing about? What do you mean? What does Kevin sing about? I don't know. No, like when you're sitting back there, you know, you're playing drums and you're checking things out. You are singing. I don't have a clue. What do you think Julian is thinking about when he's playing drums? What's he thinking about? Yeah, what's he thinking about? He's probably thinking about um, his girlfriend, uh, how much he loves her. Um, he's thinking about thinking about what time signature he's going to do the next drum fill in. He's uh, thinking about the the most fucked up prog drum beat he can do in the next four bars. Is that accurate? It is. It is actually, yeah. A hundred percent accurate. Sorry. Well, thanks so much, Team Impala. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Uh, no, I think we've covered a lot. Um, covered some good uh, geography lessons. Perthanalia, you know. Well, <laughs> well, thanks so much, Team Impala. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 loot do do do.
and you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Tame Impala with Solitude is Bliss. And before that, an interview with Tame Impala from Perth, Australia. Coming up on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show, going to try to jam in a few more tunes. Going to kick it off with The Birds, not The Birds from America, not the B-I-R-D-S birds from England, led by Ron Wood, but another version of the birds. This particular birds are from Australia, and they originated in the 1960s out of Australia, claiming to be associated with the B-I-R-D-S, the birds from England. And we are going to hear a track by the birds called Dust in My Pants. Dust in My Pants by The Birds. And this comes from a compilation called Ugly Things. And it's Ugly Things number two. And they actually also are from Perth, The Birds. So here's The Birds with Dust in My Pants on the Nardwar, The Human Serviette Radio Show. Here I am with 
judgmental prick if you can throw some song at me where it really sticks if you can give me an idea to roll with if you can speak something that speaks to me if you can make me feel something if you can make me feel anything
And you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there a couple tracks by Pears. The tracks you heard on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show by Pears were, and I quote right here, a surgeon at a hospital in Shanghai severed a nerve in my groin. And then we heard Will Please move to Shanghai. Both tracks by Pears from Shanghai and both tracks on this record that I got from Metal Postcard Records. Thank you so much, Metal Postcard, for sending this amazing package. Not just the Pears record, but a whole bunch of other records that I will be checking up and checking out in upcoming weeks on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. And if you want more info on Pears, they are a fascinating band from Shanghai, and they actually won the 2010 Grammy. They have Grammys in Shanghai for Best Band, and they're a two-piece, and you can also hear their record on Bandcamp, and that is Pears, P-A-I-R-S. So just type in Pears, band camp it'll come up and you'll be able to hear such songs as a surgeon at a hospital in shanghai severed a nerve in my groin and will please move to shanghai by pairs a two-piece from shanghai released on metal postcard records thank you again metal postcard for the incredible package from hong kong mailed via portland oregon to end the nardwar to human serviette radio show going to play a couple more things that were given to me the bonitos from vancouver british columbia canada hello pd from pd's hot shop and hello billy hopeless we are going to hear the bonitos with awkward h the bonitos from vancouver british columbia canada and also we're going to hear this girl's trouble by art kenyon both seven inches and both from bands from vancouver british columbia canada or solo acts or people named after their real name hello art kenyon thank you so this girl's trouble and before that we're going to hear the bonitos released on the skull skates record label awkward age on the nardwar the human serviette radio show
Who said that she'd love me till her life was through And I believed her I believed her But now I can see irrevocably this inevitability This inevitability 